Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you guys, this is Carlos Torres, Major League Baseball player, and I've been around a lot of gloves in my life and my days. And I tell you what, go to VincyPro.com to check out real quality. Best leather, best craftsmanship, everything all together, the whole package. Go to VincyPro.com. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. Welcome in, everybody. We are here live today on TCRS, the Coach Grove Show, brought to you by Vinci. Check them out, VinciPro.com, for all your baseball, softball glove needs. Also, have some really sick sunglasses on there as well. And you heard him there in the intro. I'll say it again. Congratulations, Carlos Torres, on signing his contract with the Milwaukee Brewers. Can't wait to see you down here in St. Louis. Um, also, check out SpaceNutrientStation.com because we are live on the 100% Food Hotline, probably your most effective meal. Joining me right now in her return to TCRX, so on the 100% Food Hotline, to talk about a great upcoming weekend of softball in Lawrence, Kansas, the head coach of the Kansas Jayhawks, head coach Megan Smith. Coach, welcome in. Great to have you here as always. And how are you doing this morning? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Coach, let's jump right into this. Like I said, a lot of good softball coming up there uh, this weekend. The Lawrence to, to face off against your team, North Texas and Georgia Tech, both coming up there. Let's start with North Texas. Your thoughts? This is a very good, solid ball club that pretty much you know fights through every single game that they have. Your thoughts on this club, and uh, what do you guys need to do to come out with the wins against North Texas? Well, yeah, we're excited about playing North Texas. You know, uh, Tracy Key, their head coach, I've known her for a long time, back when we were both in the state of North Carolina. And, you know, when you play one of her teams, you know that they're going to battle and fight uh, till the very end. And they're never out of a game, and they're scrappy. And, um, you know, her team at ECU was that way, and her teams at North Texas are that way now. And uh, they're just a tough ball club. And, you know, I think the their biggest strength, their offense has been doing extremely well. And I think that's going to be a key for us is for our pitching staff to – um, you know, be in control of the game. And, you know, I think we just need to be ready for an aggressive attack from them offensively, both uh, up the plate and on the bases. But, you know, really impressed with their team and, and know they're going to be two tough games for us this weekend. And I'll let everybody know uh, really quick. Give every, I'll give everybody the rundown of the game. Uh, Friday it all kicks off 5 p.m. against North Texas. Saturday uh, KU will play North Texas at 1.30 and then also on Saturday, April 9th, uh, 4 p.m. against Georgia Tech, and then it all concludes Sunday at 11.30 a.m. against Georgia Tech. So, Coach, one of the things that, you know, I really like to talk about, and, you know, every, every team looks at it a different way, so I want to get your thoughts on this. You know, it's never, I never like to talk about a team having to rebuild especially in this sport, I always like to think of, about it as a team having to reload. So with the losses of Nadine, Stein, a couple others, talk about how you've seen this team really step up and reload for this season. 
Yeah, you know, absolutely lost some critical players last year, you know, two extremely talented hitters and infielders, uh, but we lost our number one pitcher who had over 20 wins herself. So certainly we knew coming up this year that it was going to be a reloading process and we were going to have to rely on some young players and some new players um, to step up and fill those those roles. And I think that, you know, for us – we have to make sure our team understands we're not the same team. You're never the same team. Each year it's completely different. And, you know, I'm really excited about the way our young pitching has been coming through here in the last few weeks. You know, it started off maybe a little rough with our pitching staff, but they certainly have figured it out, have been working really hard. And, you know, we have a freshman, Alexis Reed, who stepped in this weekend and did a great job at Oklahoma beating them. And then we have Andy Formby, who's a sophomore transfer, who uh, is doing a phenomenal job for us too. So, you know, you're absolutely right, you know, losing some key players it's always tough but every year you lose great players so you're just ready to see some some new players step up and we've had some really young pitchers um, who have definitely stepped up and have, and have been a big impact for us here this season with that and coach we didn't have you on at the end of last year so with that and can you build on that what kind of things did you see out of Tilly before she left the program that puts you in the mind frame that this staff could come in and, and take over and that you guys were going to be all right? Well, you know, Pilly had an unbelievable career here. You know, she was solid for four years. And, you know, the minute she stepped on campus here at Kansas, we became a team that could beat uh, big-time teams, and we, we didn't have that before. And, and she was big for us. And I think that, you know, um, she always gave us a chance to win. She wasn't a, a shutdown pitcher. She gave up some runs for sure. Um, but she always gave us a chance to be in a game. And I think that that's the important part for these pitchers to understand. They're young, and, and especially the freshmen, they think that they have to go and strike everyone out. And that's not the case. Look at how Pilly did it. You know, she she just – allowed our team uh, to have a chance to win games, allowed our offense to have some time to work to figure things out. And I think that once our pitchers, young pitchers, have figured that out, that you don't have to strike everyone out, that you, you know, if you give up a, a run or two, it's not the end of the world. You know, just just give us a chance to strike and win. And, and I think they figured that out, and they, they've certainly been doing that here lately. This is TCRF, the Coach Road Show. We're talking with, KU head softball coach Megan Smith. We're going to take a 20-second break here. On the other side, we will talk about the upcoming games this weekend against Georgia Tech. We are live on the 100% Food Hotline, brought to you by Vincent. Hey, this is Ashley Carter, former professional softball player for the Pennsylvania Rebellion. Make sure you guys check out VincyPro.com, makers of high-quality baseball and softball equipment. Make sure you don't go on the field without it. And go on VincyPro.com to check out and get your own very custom glove and use discount code HC01 to get 15% off your total score today. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back here live on PCR at the Coach Road Show, presented by Vincian on the 100% Food Hotline, talking with KU softball head coach Megan Smith. Coach, before we get into breaking down Georgia Tech, what were a couple of the, besides pitching, what were some of the key um, objectives that you had for the first part of this season, and where do you think those objectives stand now? Well, you know, at the beginning of our season, our, our focus points were developing our pitching. We've already talked about that. And and maintaining our strong defense. Um, you know, our defense has been one of our strongest points each year I've been here, and we wanted to maintain that regardless of losing a couple of big players in the infield for us. 
um, and we certainly have done that. Our defense is still um, doing extremely well and, and making good plays and, and um, you know, limiting the errors that we're making. I think that's, that was important. And then offensively, you know, we really just want to focus on quality at-bats and, and giving ourselves a chance to score runs in whatever manner we can. And, and I think that, um, you know, that's something that we're still working on. Our offense maybe is not doing as well as we want it to, um, but we're working on that. Uh, I will say that our power numbers are up, our home runs are up, um, but, you know, that's probably a piece of the puzzle that we're still really working on and trying to get going here midway through the season. Oh, Coach, one other thing I want to go outside of your program for a second, then we will get to this Georgia Tech breakdown. Every Monday here on TCRS, uh, Kenny Gajewski co-hosts the show with us. So I want to get your thoughts really briefly. How excited were you when you heard that Coach Gajewski was coming into the Big 12? And what do you think he brings specifically to the Big 12? Well, you know, first and foremost uh, – you know, I thought Rich Willigman had some good players at Oklahoma State, and I told Kenny, I'd known Kenny for a little while, and great guy, and when he got the job, I saw him recruiting shortly after and told him, hey, you've got great players at Oklahoma State, so that's exciting for him, and, you know, I think that Kenny is, is just a, a quality person, and I, I that's why I was drawn to him from the beginning a, a few years ago, getting to know him. He's just a good guy, and I think that um, – you know, it's exciting uh, for him to be at Oklahoma State in the conference, to have another quality person in our conference. That's an important piece of it. Um, you know, and I think that Oklahoma State has always had, had good softball. They were in the World Series several years ago and have great players. And um, it's just going to be fun to, to compete against him and to watch what he does with that program. Well, Coach, let's get to it. The, the games everybody wants to hear about, want to hear you break down again. Um, the North Texas games really quick will be Friday, 5 p.m., Saturday 1.30, and the Georgia Tech games will be uh, Saturday 4 p.m. and Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Coach, when you look at this Georgia Tech team, what have you seen, and how do you feel your team stacked up against Georgia Tech? You know, Georgia Tech, I think um, they're always a tough team, and I think Shelly does a great job with her team wherever she is. I competed against her in the Southern Conference when she was at College of Charleston and I was at Western Carolina, and we had great games there as well. Um, but, you know, I, I think Georgia Tech is, is one of those teams that's just – you know, does a good job at everything. They're not they're they're not super heavy in terms of offense or pitching or defense. They just take care of business in all aspects. And I think that's what we expect to see this weekend. They're going to do a good job in all aspects of the game. And um, you know, we we played them. We played them last season, and I believe it was a one-run game. It was a really tight game. And um, you know, I, I will assume we'll see games like that this weekend with us. I think we're very similar teams. Um, you know, I think her pitching staff has been doing a pretty good job and um, kind of giving them chances to win games. And their offense is, uh, you know, hot sometimes and not so hot sometimes. Sounds like us, and they play good defense. So <laughs> I feel like we're we're pretty equally matched. And I think uh, that's an exciting thing, you know, to, to play a couple games against such a great program and and know that um, you know they're going to be tough games and we're going to have to fight through them. And we're going to be seeing a very similar team in that other dugout, which is going to be fun. Coach, let's build on that. When you talk about them being similar to you all, uh, what specifically sticks out from what you've seen and what you know about this club compared to yours? Well, you know, I think that they've, um, like I said, they're they're just balanced. They don't do anything, you know, 
anything poorly. They they do everything um, pretty well, and they're strong in most aspects of the game. And I think that's kind of like us. You know, there's not one thing we can say, man. We you know we're a big hitting team or we're a shutdown pitching team. We do everything pretty well, and I think that's the same thing with them. Um, you know, and we faced we faced one of their pitchers last year and, and have watched her, and I was really impressed with her. She was a freshman last season, she's a sophomore now, and was really impressed with her. And actually talked to Shelly this summer about how impressed I was with her as a pitcher, and I think she's been doing a really good job for them and um, has has been able to to really give her team a chance to win some games um, and and be able to hold some offenses down. I, you know, I think when I look at them and coming in here, the one thing that sticks out is their pitching staff. Although their ERA might be three, their batting average against, they don't let people get hits against them. So they do a good job of shutting down the offenses. So I think that's something that um, – you know, we're trying to prepare for their pitching to get ready for that because I think their pitching is going to be pretty tough to face this weekend. So, Coach, strategically then, as far as attacking their pitchers, um, you know, how how do you – and, I, you know, we have a lot of, you know, travel ball coaches out there that, that listen to the show, a lot of parents out there listen to the show. So that brings me to a really interesting question. Knowing that their pitchers don't allow those hits and, and don't allow those free bases, which you know teams always love that when you're when you're at the plate. Um, how do you plan to exactly attack their attack their pitching and get those runners on base? Well, yeah, that's a that's a great question, and I think you know. For us, we focus first on what we need to do and not even think about the other pitcher. So what makes our individual hitter successful and and we kind of focus on that first and then add to it what they're going to be seeing from the pitcher. So we try to prepare our hitters to know, okay, if you're facing Anderson, this is what she she's going to be throwing or if you're facing the uh, Goodrich, this is what she's going to be throwing. And I think that, you know, we, we want them to have information, but we don't want to overload them with information. I think sometimes – too much information uh, causes the hitters to think too much when they're in the box, and you don't want that. So you want them to have just enough to where they're confident and they have a game plan. Um, but at the core of that game plan is always what is what is best for that hitter um, personally and just focusing on us. And I think that, you know, we've really tried to do that more so, have information on the other pitchers and know what they're going to throw and know their tendencies, um, but – Focus more on what we need to do to be successful, what we what we lock in on individually to be successful as a hitter. And I think that's going to be the key this weekend is is to not think too much about that other pitcher, to focus more on what we need to do, um, and then just, just be armed with a little bit of information so we can be prepared with a game plan when we step in the box. Coach, one of the one of the other things that, you know, comes to mind when, when you think about this game and you know, you, you think about going having having to go on the road and, and playing at different places. You know, that's obviously one of the things you can't control is is who you play, where you play, and the weather. Um, obviously, with, with your old ballpark, first of all, beautiful ballpark. If, there, if anybody li- listening to this show has not been out to KU to see a softball game, make sure you guys go out there. I had a chance to go out last season, but let me get back to the question here. When a team comes up there, you know, a, a team that you know is going to hit is not going to allow all those free bases, um, you know, that, that we all love, as I mentioned before. How much more important is it for you guys to really go out and just, just take advantage of being able to have that type of a game at home? Well, I mean, I think that's huge. Being able to play at home is a big deal. A, the comfort level you have at your own field, and 
um, and also the support you're getting from your fans there. I think that that's huge. And, you know, we certainly get used to playing on the road weather-wise early in the season. So playing on the road is not that big of a deal for us. But I'll tell you, it, it does it, – it adds a little bit more ammo to us when we're at home because we've we've got that comfort level and, and we've got our fans with us and more of our families with us. And, you know, I think that that's big when you're playing such an equally matched team like Georgia Tech, you know, I assume these games are going to be close games and you want to have the last at bat. I mean, that's, that's the way I look at it because, you know, when we're facing a team that seems so similar to us, my guess is we're going to have some really, really tight games and we want to be the ones that are able to attack the last inning because it might, who knows, we could go extra innings every game. When you look at how closely our teams compare stat-wise um, and scouting report-wise, it's, it's going to be some tight games. So having that home field advantage is going to be really big for us this weekend. And that game last year was during the uh, Florida Atlantic tournament uh, final score. You all actually took that game. Um, am I right? Yes. You all actually took that game 42 against Georgia Tech last year, uh, February 6th. Um, so games are very, very different uh, weather patterns. I'll, I'll say that this year. Coach, let me ask you this. When you, when you look at how this game has changed since you started. I want to kind of go away from the series now. How, how has the college game changed the most, other than recruiting, since the time that you started? Man, you know, gosh, the game has changed so much. I, I always talk to my team about when I played. You know, I played in the 90s. I played at North Carolina. And, you know, back back then, you know, you prayed for a hit and you – it or over, and you prayed for another hit, and you won one to nothing or lost one to nothing, and there weren't as many home runs, if any. And, you know, as we progress, as I progress through my coaching career, um, it's starting to evolve. Obviously, now it's a huge hitter's game, and, you know, I think that um, – that's the biggest difference. I mean, clearly when you look, when you look at the history of softball through from the nineties to now, um, the offenses are really powerful and home runs are a huge part of our game. And, and frankly, it makes it more exciting. I mean, it's, it's a lot more exciting to watch games now than it was back when I played. And I think that that's a a huge part of the game. I, I think too, you know, you mentioned recruiting, so I won't talk about. You said not to talk about recruiting, but that's a huge difference. But <laughs> no, so, also go ahead, go ahead. the different types of kids. Ahead. I mean, kids are different now. Athletes are different now. Um, you know, the culture is is creating different types of people, and and it's 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 just totally different now. So you, as a coach, and um, as an, an even an administrator at the college level, you know, things have changed quite a bit, and you've got to kind of roll with it and, and get used to the new types of personalities that you have and the different types of kids that you have now. And, you know, I think, too, not just at the college level, but, and you know this, just looking at how the summer ball has changed, you know, it's completely different now. Um, and, and that certainly factors into uh, changing the types of players that we get when they get here. So, um, yeah, lots of changes, but a lot of them, a lot of them are, are for the better, for sure. Well, let me ask you about this then. There is one major change coming to the Big 12 Conference very soon. You, are you of the mindset that, a comp, that conference tournaments take away from the regular season, or what are, what are your views on that? 
You know, you know, when I first got here to Kansas seven years ago, we had a conference tournament just for one year and then voted, voted to uh, get rid of it, and now we're bringing it back. And, you know, I think it's an exciting thing. You know, I certainly don't think it takes away from the regular season. I think it's an opportunity um, – you know, for us to compete to win a tournament within our with our within our conference. You know, when we play conference games now, it's three game sets, and you know, obviously we have series winners, and 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 that's a good way to compete in the regular season. But I think when you have that conference tournament, it's just uh, it's it's a more heightened uh, competitive weekend, and I think you know, for preparing for postseason and getting ready to play tournaments, you know, and you need to win those tournaments uh, in regionals and super regionals and going forward, I think it's just a good springboard for that, um, for the teams in our conference that are that are uh, going to make it to postseason. It's just a, another opportunity. It's almost like a regional warm-up, you know, to, to be able to face really good teams, which you will in a regional, and be able to um, face them in a a tournament setting, which that's what a regional is. And I just think it's a great opportunity to prepare for that. Really quick. Want to let everybody know tomorrow, tomorrow morning, make sure you're here. We're going to be uh, tweeting stuff out. You guys can also check uh, Blake and Abby's uh, Twitter, which is at TCR show tomorrow morning. Shelly Horner will be on TCR. PCRX live with us to break down the games from Georgia Tech's uh, from Georgia Tech's view uh, for this weekend up there in Lawrence. So, Coach, really quick before we end the show today, want to want to let you have a chance to just talk about the um, KU community and uh, really anything that you want to say just about the community in general, the program and what it means to be part of the Jayhawk uh, fans. Yeah, well, that's easy to talk about. KU is such a special place, and, um, you know, it's it's when you come to KU, when you visit, when you see campus, it, it's such an awesome college town. Our facilities are great. You've already mentioned how Rock Chalk Park uh, is a beautiful facility. We're really lucky to have one of the best softball fields in the country, which was brand new last season. And, you know, one of the great things about our program and, and this place is that it's a family. And, it's you know, every day we show up and we work hard and are pr- uh, proud of where we are and proud of being a Jayhawk. But we do it with our family members, with with our brothers and sisters. And it's just uh, an awesome feeling when you when you step uh, step on campus or step on the field and and you're working that hard for something that you really care about and with people that you care about and I think that um, we certainly uh, are really lucky to be uh, in such an awesome place um, and to be a part of uh, such an unbelievable family. Coach, I want to throw one other thing in there because it's very important. That kind of goes to, you know, just softball in general and the mindset that, you know, I have. Um, a lot of people that listen to the show regularly know that I uh, actually just recently accepted a high school coaching job uh, for some uh, softball here in St. Louis um, at a school called Webster Groves. And this is something that I'm really going to uh, press on my kids and with, uh, you know, with Coach Hutch up at Michigan just, uh, you know, becoming the all-time winningest coaching, coach in the NCAA. This is something that you hear from her kids about her, and it's something that you hear about your kids um, about you, talk about how important it is in your program where the name on the front is everything. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, it is everything. And, 
you know, I think that um, sometimes that can get lost. And we we really, really try um, to instill in our players that, you know, you want to be the best individual you can be, absolutely, and we're going to help you do that. But at the end of the day, you're doing it uh, for something bigger than you, something greater than you. Um, you know, the University of Kansas is such a special place, and you have uh, – you know, the the privilege of putting on that jersey and doing your best to represent such an awesome school who is providing you with unbelievable opportunities. And I think that um, we really work to have our players understand that. And I think as a staff, you know, as a head coach, I feel that way. I'm very grateful to Kansas and the opportunity that's given me. And what I do every day is to make our athletic director proud and to make um, the Kansas Jayhawk fan base proud. And, and that's our mo- that's my motivation. Um, you know, and I think we, we do that from the top down and, and our athletic director is a KU alum, grew up in Lawrence. Um, so I think it, it comes from the top down, that type of, that sense of pride and, and making sure that when you're working, you're doing it for the right reasons, that you're working hard to represent something bigger than yourself. And I think we, we work really hard for our players to understand that and understand all the players that wore the jersey before them, you know, the work they put in and the sacrifices they made. And some of them didn't have Rock Chalk Park. Some of them didn't have, you know, the, the equipment and, and all of the great things that these current players have. And we really want them to understand that, that you know, when they put that jersey on, they certainly – they individually want to do well, but the reason behind it, what it needs to be that motivating factor is that you want to do well for Kansas. Well, Coach, as I mentioned there before, before I turn that question over to you, I can I can tell you without certainty, or with certainty, 100% certainty, that you are definitely getting that message across to those players that I've talked to at least. Perfect. Good. Well, that's that's important. That's an important thing for those young women to learn because, you know, it's uh, – when they get out into the real world, they're going to, they're going to always be representing someone, you know, whether it's their family, whether it's who they work for. Um, so it's important they get that lesson early. And, you know, we tell them all the time how awesome it is that they get to live their lives as Jayhawks forever. And that, and that when they leave here, they're not going to be competing and playing softball anymore. And some of them will, some of them won't. Um, but when they leave here, they'll always have that, that pride in, in that they represented the Kansas Jayhawks. And they'll carry that with them forever. Coach, listen, thanks a lot for joining us here on TCRS today, and I look forward to being up there to see you all play this weekend. Great. Excited to have you. This has been TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. Really quick reminders, uh, Shelly Horner, head coach of Georgia Tech, will be on tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock Central Time, and then Friday, Lou Harris Champer, the head coach of Georgia, will be on with us Friday morning. 9 a.m. Central Time to break down Georgia's series this weekend against Mizzou. Make sure you guys, again, follow Blake and Abby on Twitter. Their handle is at PCR Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Show. And, as always, make sure you guys check out VincyPro.com for all your baseball softball glove news and SpaceNutrientStation.com and check out what's going on with 100% food. Until next time, better times, everybody.